Hello and welcome to the Motivated Author Podcast. I'm your host, Caroline Mitchell, and I'm a seven-figure New York Times best-selling author. But it hasn't always been this way. There was a time when I put my manuscript in a drawer for a whole year because I was convinced I wasn't good enough to write. Fast forward a few years and now I'm writing full-time and living a life I love. Now my goal is to empower established and aspiring authors to create, believe and succeed with their writing. So stay tuned. This week I'm going to be discussing how age is no barrier to writing. It's a superpower in fact. Stay tuned for lots of amazing examples of authors who have smashed it later in life. Now if you're young and you're starting off, keep listening. There's lots here for you too. These authors are hugely inspirational and I hope that once you're finished with this podcast that you'll go and check them all out. But first I want to give you a behind the scenes look into what I'm doing this week. Well I can tell you the life of an author definitely isn't glamorous. This week's been a real juggling act for me. I've just come back from a mini breakaway to Mallorca. I know I'm not complaining it was lovely and I did really need the break. But the problem with going away, of course, is that you have a whole heap of work waiting for you on your return. I'm writing one book with a December deadline, I'm editing another book, and I'm doing the dreaded VAT returns. And I'm not good at accounts, which is why I always leave them to the very last minute to get them done. Also with deadlines, I'm quite funny about them, you know. I find the closer I get to the deadline date, the harder I find it to work. It kind of stifles my creativity because I'm stressing about it but it is just a matter of sitting down and getting on with it. I always say to writers, enjoy your first book because it could be the only book you'll ever write without a deadline. And deadlines really are a bit of a double-edged sword for me because I need the deadline, otherwise I just won't get it done on time. But in those early days when you're writing your first book, it just seems so luxurious to me now, tapping away without a care in the world. But once that book was published, I was very keen to build up my backlist and worked really hard after that. And to newbie writers, a backlist simply means that if someone buys your book and loves it, quite often they'll go back and buy everything you've written, which is great. Without a backlist, you are leaving money on the table. And the whole business of being an author is something I will be discussing. So sign up to my site, carolinemitchell.co, for emails and news on that soon. But let's not jump ahead of ourselves. It's easy to get overwhelmed by it all when you're starting off. If you're an ambitious writer or an aspiring author, you can follow my writing roadmap by visiting my site, as I said, carolinemitchell.co, and you can sign up to receive weekly motivational emails as well as free author guides and loads more. It doesn't cost you a penny and I will be your biggest cheerleader and help you get it done. This week I've been talking to some amazing authors on Twitter who don't let anything stand in their way. As I've said before, it's so important that you enjoy the experience and stay motivated throughout your writing journey. And here's some amazing examples of authors who started out later in life. So to start, I put a shout out on Twitter asking if anyone started writing from their 40s onwards. Now, I love Twitter for this. You can put shout outs and people are usually so helpful. And this time the response was amazing. I had over 55,000 views for that one shout out, that one Twitter post or X as we call it these days. And I'm so glad to be able to spread the news that age doesn't limit your writing, it enhances it. And there was so many people in that post saying how much they enjoyed reading all the positivity because I'm always careful when I do put out these posts to say that it's a motivational and positive post because yeah, obviously you can get a lot of people 
who are feeling frustrated and use it to vent. But I'm always conscious of who's going to be reading it. And, you know, I love spreading positivity because I just think of myself back in the early days when I was starting off and you're so easily put off when you're fragile and new to the whole writing world and you haven't had your big rhino hide yet. <laughs> Look forward to that. You'll need it. <laughs> Guys, I know it's hard. I know you're not getting into an easy game if you want to get properly published and everything and get your work out there. But it is so worth it because when I think of how close I came to stopping at one point, and as I said, I put my manuscript away in a drawer and it was my husband who said to me, go on, get back to that now. Come on, you can do this. And I don't know what would I have ever written if he hadn't done that? And I'm so grateful now for motivation and positivity because they were the lifeblood of my writing back in the day. Now, I'm going to go to the Twitter post. I want to share some of the responses. I can't share them all because it was literally over 100, 169 comments, I think, probably including some of my own on that post. But if you are on Twitter or X, you can follow me at Caroline underscore writes there and you will see these beautiful responses or even add some of your own. You know, it's absolutely brilliant. So I put the shout out and I just asked anyone else who's written later in life, because obviously I didn't start till I was in my 40s and I just couldn't believe the response. Liz Nugent, who's one of my favorite authors, who who's wrote Strange Sally Diamond. She is a huge international bestseller, an Irish lady as well to boot. She's a brilliant woman and she responded to my post saying she was 46 when Unraveling Oliver, her first book, was published. And the deal was struck two years earlier and she found the waiting was the worst. She said, I thought I'd die of old age before the damn thing hit the shelves. <laughs> and that is also something that definitely needs to be developed is patience. But you know what? It certainly worked out well for her. I had a lady called Beryl Kingston who said, my first novel was published in 1985 when I was 51 and it was a bestseller. I'd been writing privately since I was seven, but I was convinced that I was useless and not worth a row of beans. And there you go. She's a novelist, a great grandmother, and her 31st book was published in December 2021. And she said she has 19 books on Kindle and more to come. Fair play to her. Isn't that brilliant? We had another comment from Matt Johnson. He said, yes, well after. And Matt is a CWA Dagger nominated crime thriller author, ex-soldier and cop. And he started writing as PTSD therapy. Writing is amazing therapy and I highly recommend it just for that alone. I had a lovely comment from Kath who said, I'm not exactly a best-selling author, but I do have three books published. One has just done pretty well and I started writing seriously when I was about 60. And TK Sheffield has left a comment saying, yes, I had a master's degree in my late 40s. My debut novel at 60, it can be accomplished and celebrated. How brilliant is that? She's repped by a great agency and her debut novel is out this fall. How brilliant is that? Samantha Tonge, who's another lovely lady I'm lucky enough to know, said her debut novel came out in her mid 40s. She said, I've had two overall Kindle top 10s and I won two awards. I began writing in my late 30s and it took eight years to get published. And how brilliant was she to keep going throughout? Absolutely brilliant. Her books are fantastic and I recommend everyone to look her up. 
Noelle Halton, another brilliant woman who I have so much time for, said, I was 44 when I started writing my first book and published at 45. And Noelle's books are brilliant. She has so much experience in the crime writing field and she rocks. Maureen Carter said, yes, my first book was published when I was 47. Helen Durant said, yeah, I published in 2015. I was well past retirement age. I'm 75 now and still going strong. How brilliant is that? And she certainly is. You can see her books in the charts. I had another woman, uh, Vicky, who said, I won first place in a flash fiction contest, the first time I ever submitted a story at the age of 50. Then I went on to win three more, and I'm trying to translate this into writing novels. Well, I'm sure she will do it. Uh, Deb says, I'm not a best-selling author, not yet, but I've finished my first book at 67 years young, a series and an adoption story in the pipeline. Please may end up being like Grandma Moses in the literary world. <laughs> Aren't these comments absolutely brilliant? We had Zoe who said, I started writing before 40, but I wasn't published until 41. And by 42, it was a bestseller. Age did almost stop me until I went to see, she named a lady named Deborah, do an author talk at David's bookshop. And I asked the question, is there any point in plugging on? And she said, I'm so glad she put me in my place. Well, guys, I am here to put you in your place. It doesn't matter what age you are. I'm sure by some of these comments, which is even warming my heart, you can see that age is no barrier to writing. And as Barbara reminds us, Ida Pollock, who lived to be 105, her last two books published two weeks before she died. She wrote for Mills and Boone, and Barbara Cartland herself wrote until she was nearly 100, and what a character she was. Alex Brown said, yes, I was 45 when my first book was published. Leslie, Cook Leslie Cookman said, I started writing novels after 60. I'm currently 30 books in, including one nonfiction, two more coming. Probably more if I last that long. Well, I certainly hope you do, Leslie. <laughs> do last for many, many more books to come. And Bethany said, I didn't get my first book deal until I was 43. I'm not best selling, but I earn enough to write full time. I'm very lucky. And you know what? That is so wonderful to have that freedom to earn a living from your writing. Anise said, yes, I began writing romantic suspense novels at 40, traditionally published at 44, hit a couple of Amazon bestseller lists hoping for more. Book five came out last month, working on number six now. Never, ever, ever too late. My first audiobook came out last year, which is so much fun. And again, she says, it's never too late. Helen said, published No Place to Lie, age 63, after writing several books on family law. Bella says, I've been a hobby writer since school, but I didn't finish a whole novel until I was 43. My debut was published at 45. Just finished the first draft of novel number 15. And honestly, when I, when I was writing, I used to look at people who had like 10 novels and think, oh my God, those people, how do they do that? But actually, it goes really quickly. I've written 20 now and I'm plotting the next and I just think, wow, that went super fast. Now I am quite prolific. I think it was for my police days. I used to work really hard and I carry that over. I am quite prolific. But again, having that backlist, when you sell a book and then you see people tweet you or message you on social media and say, I loved your book so much. I've just gone back and bought every single one of them. And that makes me so happy because not obviously not just am I making a great income that way, but that a reader would love my writing enough to go back and buy them all. It's just the biggest compliment anyone can pay me. If you can write and you're doing well, you're writing, just keep going with it and get that backlist up and running. Rona Hazal, who writes for Bookature, said, I started writing when I was 50, published when I was 57, now writing my 11th book and making a good living out doing something that doesn't feel like work. 
And fair play to you, Rona. We are so fortunate, aren't we? John said, I'd been writing in my 30s. I had two radio plays and struggled financially. So my proper writing career only began when I was over 40, when I went into television, radio and stage. But then he started writing novels when he was over 50 and he's written 25 books since then. Nicola May said, I was a late book bloomer too. Got to number one in the Kindle store when I was 51 and never looked back. Harini said, my debut fiction book, The Bangladore Detectives Club. How brilliant does that sound? It's one of the New York Times best books of 2022 and was also my 50th birthday present to myself after 14 years of writing. Glad to share more anytime. I'm loving your podcast. Oh, thank you. <laughs> That's been my day. <laughs> uh, Diana Jeffrey said, my debut was published when I was 43. I'd been writing all sorts from the age of eight. Laurie Benson said, I wrote my first novel mid-40s and I was published by a division of HarperCollins just before I turned 50. Now I'm in my mid-50s working on my ninth book. You are never too old to try something new. And the comments just go on and on and on. They're drifting over you now at this stage. You're thinking, yeah, I've got the message. But I do, I'll just include a couple more. I mean, James Oswald, again, one of my favorite authors. He said, um, I began writing a lifetime ago, but I wasn't published until I was 45. And I love James Oswald books. David said, I didn't start until I was 68. My first novel is scheduled for March when I will be 71. It's never too late to start. So I hope I have inspired you. I honestly could be here all day reading out all of these comments. There are so many on Twitter, but it's easier if you just go on there and have a look yourself and do follow me while you're there because it went into the hundreds. And so often on social media, it's easy to focus on what's hard because sometimes if you're struggling, that will then bring you onto social media to vent. Being an author can be a lonely existence at times because not everyone understands what it's like. So you have to go into groups and speak to people who understand and you can vent. It's okay to get it off your chest, but equally don't have your mindset to be in that habit of negativity. You know, if you need to get it out, get it out. And sometimes just writing it down yourself on a, on a journal and keeping a journal is good to get these things out because I try to reserve the best of myself for social media when I can. And sometimes if I'm feeling annoyed or something, I'll just go and work out. And honestly, that's the best thing. I feel, always feel amazing afterwards. Those endorphins get going and I'm ready to write then. When I used to go to work and there was times, a lot of times when I was tired and I had to get up really early to get a train and I'd struggled to feel motivated to work because I knew I'd have a long shift ahead of me. And I would just play the same song on my headphones. It can work for you for any song. And it would change my frame of mind. It put me in a better mood. I think I can see clearly now the rain has gone. You know that song. And it always made me feel better. And I'd walk into work with a little bit more of a spring to my step. And I had this picture on my desk. And it was of two people sitting on a bus. And one was in a really bad mood. And you could see that they were forlorn and sad and hunched over and like clouds. All they could see was dark clouds where the other person was sitting on the other side of the bus, smiling and looking out at the, the daybreak and the sunshine. And I thought, yeah, I want to be that person who's smiling on the bus because I'm on this journey, whether I like it or not, I got to go to work. So let's make the best of it and smile. And I honestly think that sort of frame of mind got me through so much. And that's what I want to help people with, because it is easy to think, oh, it's too hard. I'm not good enough. I'm too old. Just push all those thoughts away for a minute. Let's just do it because you enjoy it. Let's just write and see what happens with it. Let's just get immersed in this amazing fictional world. Yeah, it's hard at first, but once you get good at it and you do improve in time naturally, then you're in another world. How amazing is that? And you are stepping into someone else's shoes and whether they're good, bad or 
indifferent. They are different people's lives that you're kind of living through your books. I sometimes miss the police. It was hard, but there was a lot about that I loved as well. I miss so much. I miss my colleagues and I miss the excitement of every day being different and things like that. But now I can do that with my books. And what I love as well, when I write crime, I can write closure, which we didn't always get in the police. Often you'll deal with cases and people and you'd never know how it turned out. And when you're writing your books, you can give it closure, whether, again, it has a good ending or a bad ending. You are in control of that. And I love that sense of control. And also to go back to um, writing for therapy, that worked very well for me as well, because I did experience a lot of things in the police that stayed with me and I think will always stay with me. It was great therapy, just getting it all out on the page. There's so much to be gained from writing without worrying about sales and bestsellers. Just put that away for now. Put it away. So, yes, so often people get overwhelmed by writing because they go into it and they're worrying about too many things when, in fact, they just need to relax and just enjoy the whole experience of being immersed in another world. And if you want to kind of put a guideline or a framework to your writing, I do recommend that. I'm, I'm on TikTok at the moment. <laughs> and I, you know, I always said I'm too old for TikTok, but actually it's amazing. I've had the best response from TikTok more than anywhere else. I'm on Instagram, I'm on TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, and it actually TikTok has been my best audience for signups to my site. And I just give little short bursts of uh, writing advice. So if you are on there, go and look me up. I'm Caroline Mitchell, author on TikTok, and I know it's hilarious some of my age on TikTok, but I always say to just Try and get a little bit of a framework to your writing. And this is what I'm going to be doing in my courses. Now, I will be launching my Plot Your Book in 14 Days course. I'm a real perfectionist and I want everything to be really perfect. But if you go to my site, carolinemitchell.co, you can sign up to the waiting list or you can just sign up for the free emails and the author guide. There is currently a guide on there. It's currently free. It's not going to be free forever. So you might want to pop over there. It's Plot Your Book in 14 Days. It's a free guide. It accompanies the course. But it's 26 pages. It's very generous and there's loads on there to get you started. I would recommend as a beginner so you don't get overwhelmed is to do everything step by step. That's how I do things. I just take one step at a time. I didn't know how to edit videos before. I had no clue. I downloaded the software Final Cut Pro and I thought, well, what do I do with that now? And it's the same with writing. You start off and you think, well, I've written half a chapter. What do I do now? I'm, I'm stuck. My character stops. They've stalled. What do I do now? And it is literally doing it step by step. And that's why I want to do this course and say, look, I'm going to guide you along the way. You will create this beautiful piece of writing, but I'm going to keep pulling you forward step by step. <laughs> so you keep moving with it because it's so easy to stop. And the problem with stopping is you get that dreaded thing where you think, oh, I can't paste into it now. I'll do it tomorrow and tomorrow never comes. But you can still feel it at the back of your mind and you think, it could be a good story, but I don't know where I'd get into it. I put a post out on TikTok about plotting and I had such a great response. But one person did say to me, oh, I, I am a pantser. And I said, absolutely, you know, she flies by the sea of her pants. She just makes up, she goes along. We all make it up as we go along, but she doesn't plot the story. I said to her, that's absolutely fine. You do what works for you. But I always find in the early days, a lot of the time, once someone's in about 30, 40,000 words, they get to that middle part and everything just flops like one of my apple tarts in the oven. It just flops. <laughs> and you think, oh, what do I do now? I'm stuck. It's not to say you can't go back and repair it and then plot it, but it's just harder. And to be fair, what's the harm in plotting a book? At the very worst, you're just going to discard it. But it's there. It's a scaffolding. As I said in the last episode, it's a scaffolding. So it's useful. So do go on my site. 
put a book in 14 days and download it. I've never let age stand in my way. I joined the police when I was in my late 30s. Before that, I was in businesses. I had a coffee shop. I had a clothes shop. But my husband was an entrepreneur. Before I met him, I just had general, regular jobs. He made me push myself further, and I learned a lot about business through him, which is really valuable if you want to be an author. You've got to treat it as a business if you want to make a living and make an income from your writing, which you deserve to. And as an older author, you have a wealth of experiences. Take a journal or a diary and start writing. You don't have to have the pressure of writing a whole book yet, but how about you just sketch out some things that's been in your life, nothing too harrowing, I hope, but things that interest you, people you've dealt with, and sometimes you can carve a story around that. You can't do any harm by being consistent. Writing every day, consistency is key. I keep a journal and a diary. I've got lots of notebooks that I write in every day and I work out what I need to do at the start of the day, what I've done at the end of the day and what I need to do the next day moving forward. And this is what keeps me moving. I won't say it keeps me always on time and I won't say I always hit my deadlines. I really, really do try my best. But at least you know where you are by the end of the day. You know what you've done. You know what you need to do. Well, my friend, I hope I have managed to convince you that it is never, ever, ever too late to start writing your book and that if you are an older author, you have a whole wealth of experiences to share. And if you're a younger author, then guys, you keep those journals and diaries religiously because in years to come, when you're still writing your best-selling novels, I know you will, you will look back on those journals. You're going to really need it as time goes on. And if you're older, just go into your memories and they will give you the most amazing storylines, the most amazing characters and the most amazing settings. You can do this. Keep writing. Go onto my site, carolinemitchell.co. Sign up for my weekly emails if you'd like some more motivation or just some great guidance and updates about what's happening in the future. You are going to absolutely smash this. Older authors, guys, you're not old. You're just wise and you're rich with ideas. Mind those ideas and write some amazing content. I will see you next week. Have a fantastic week. Keep writing, keep motivated and take care. Bye bye for now.